Welcome home, everyone. Thank you for joining in on this episode of Welcome Home with the Katinas. Welcome Home is a podcast where I, your host Josh, sit down for a conversation with different people who I admire and discuss whatever's on their mind, and especially focus on life at home in times like this. Wherever you are and however you're listening, thank you for your support, and once again, welcome home. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining in on this week's episode of Welcome Home with the Katinas. Hope everyone's enjoying uh, this month of February. I'm not sure if it will be pre or post Valentine's when you hear this, but hopefully um, if it's coming up, fellas, it's a great time to buy some flowers and chocolate. If it's gone, I hope you bought some flowers (laughs) and chocolate. Oh, no. I wanted to let it remind everyone, um, and this is the first month that we've done this, but we have a verse of the month here at Katina Ministries. Um, we're going to have a verse every month um, moving forward. And this February 2024's verse is John 3.16. Some of you are probably familiar with that verse. And um, I just encourage you to um, join with us in meditating on that verse and what it means specifically about... Um, the way that God loves us. I think my dad wrote um, a, a short, a few words about what that verse, what was resonating for him with that verse, and um, it really encouraged me. Um, so yeah, please join us, and uh, we'll be talking about it on the gathering, which is coming up here uh, later this month. And for those of you who don't know, the gathering is a place for our partners, our monthly financial partners, for us to. Uh, basically give gratitude to them for what they do for us. Um, We worship together, we inspire one another, and spend a little bit of time together. And if you're interested in learning more about what it means to be a partner with Katina Ministries, the best way to do that is to visit our website, thekatinas.com. You'll find more information there. So thank you in advance for that, and thank you to our partners who make this podcast and everything else we do uh, possible. So Today we are joined by my dad, Joe, and then the real Joe of the Katinas, Mr. Joey Casora. (laughs) The main Joe. Uh, Joe, right before we started, we were talking, this is your third time on the show. Yeah. And so you're getting up there as far as recurring guests, bro. Um, It's always a treat to have you here in in Franklin with us, man. And um, even it's just a few days, it's... We love having you here, and you're a huge part of our team and Katina Ministries, so thank you for being oh, here, man. Glad to be here. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> well, I figured today would be, because we haven't really talked about it on the podcast, and before it gets, we get too far away from it, I thought it would be good to start off talking about um, our time in the Philippines. Um, and Joey, you were a part of the crew that went with us and I'd love to hear from you uh, what your experience was like. We spent about a week in Manila and um, I know you had been to the Philippines before, but it had been a while, but I'd just love to hear uh, what your experience was like in the Philippines. Man, it was, um, I was actually really excited. Like I was packing early, which I never do. Um, my, I was watching videos of like how the Philippines looks currently, but, uh, I think that helped with my excitement. But when we got there, it was, man, 
a big welcome for yeah. sure. <laughs> but um, we were, I've never been to, I guess, another country or trip um, or to the Philippines with that kind of treatment. Mm-hmm. So we were a little uh, uh, well taken care of. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, it was definitely a huge blessing. And uh, I really enjoyed, uh, I guess, um, man, it was the food, dude. <laughs> Honestly, I can't, I still think about it right dude, now. <laughs> I think about those breakfasts, dude. The, yeah. Because I haven't eaten breakfast like that since I got back. Yeah, exactly. I, I never, uh, like, I love breakfast, but Filipinos love breakfast, dude. <laughs> it I'm, was the heaviest yeah. meal of the day for sure. <laughs> Best juice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All kinds of juice. Best fruit. Best um, pancakes. <laughs> best rice. rice. Rice for breakfast. Best uh, beef. Oh, Everything man. was phenomenal. Yeah. Definitely. How about you, Dad, yeah. your, your experience in the Philippines? Dude, I loved it. You know, I think uh, Filipinos, um, I would say for people who follow the Katinas, uh, for some reason, we relate to Filipinos. I think the culture, obviously, Joey is full Filipino, right, Joe? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sheena, Filipino. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember even early on when we started traveling, we realized that a lot of our f- cousins, followers, people who like our music are Filipinos. Mm-hmm. So uh, on Zoom prayer, every time we have Zoom prayer every Wednesday, uh, there's people from all over the country, but I would have to, I wonder if outside of America, the next uh, biggest uh, following is from the Philippines mm. or maybe New Zealand or the between New I Zealand and the Philippines. Philippines so, uh, yeah, I think even though we're not by blood Filipino, uh, there's a lot of commonality that we have with Filipino people. Obviously, our our dear friend, uh, Bishop Jonathan Ferriol and... Uh, Presbyter Mary Tess, all of the people from Fourth Watch, they were so kind, as, as Joey said, so generous, so hospitable. And then from a a planning to the outreach and the production, it was top notch. Yeah, One of the best we've ever, you know, in all of our years of travel uh, to all kinds of countries, including America, it, it w- I would say that uh, what we experienced from a production standpoint was one of the best. Yeah, I actually was going to talk about that. I thought Joey would be a good guy to have too is because, you know, I've traveled with you guys my whole life. I've gotten to see different, see you play in, in front of big crowds, in front of small crowds, everything in between. It had been a while for me since I had seen you guys perform in front of a crowd as big as what you did in Manila. I think it was over 50,000. And the production level, I don't know if I've ever seen that. Maybe I, maybe I have. I just wasn't aware of it or appreciating it. But when I was there, I was like, this is like, it doesn't get bigger than this. Like, I mean, I guess it does. But um, I wanted to ask you, Joey, like, as a front of house guy, what are there? I'm sure there are different challenges that running a show that big presents that you don't normally run into or maybe not but like what what was that like for you um running sound for a crowd of 50,000 and a system that big and what was that like I I was uh 
man, I was excited and really nervous at the same time because everything extreme could happen. Like it could extremely go bad with like the PA, like going out or whatever. Or um, like in the beginning of it, there was one thing that happened that I, I was just like, man, I had to like raise my arms and like, hey, turn that off, like cut it out or somebody. Um, they had these speakers on the side and just oh, yeah. feedback right on the start. I was like, no. <laughs> so I remember when the show started because I was on the stage during the show and I know what those side fill speakers you were talking about. Okay, I yeah. could hear them. Yeah. I couldn't hear the feedback, but I look at Joey. He's probably like 100 yards away from me at the sound booth and I see him talking to someone and I... If you're watching, you'll see. But Joey went like this. He started pointing to the side, <laughs> and then he goes, <laughs> starts pointing. Because <laughs> I was like, man, for my first time mixing for this this big of a yeah. crowd, I'm like, this can't be happening, yeah. right? <laughs> How long did that last, Joe? Probably about a good five, ten seconds. Oh, yeah, it was quick. It was quick. So they, they, they. Yeah, luckily, quickly. Okay, the barrier, man, which sucks. I'm Filipino, but I don't speak Tagalog. And that's my only barrier I kind of had. Like, I I couldn't communicate really uh-huh. well as I wanted to. I had to have, like, someone, like, translate almost, like, to some of them. But but majority of, like, Filipinos can, there can speak English, so, yeah. which was cool. I, I remember yeah. Uncle James was developing hand signals with one of the guys. He, he, <laughs> he said, he grab his hat. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and then he kick, kick. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, dude. And Josh also. I remember, so we get there for sound check. We don't play till Sunday. Mm-hmm. We get there for sound check on Saturday. Remember? And I oh, think yeah. we got there. I don't know four o'clock, thinking we're gonna do a five uh, one hour sound check and be gone. And man, I think we were there for an hour and a half, two hours, and they were having a problem with our ears. Yeah. And what this whole time, I'm looking at the crowd. Well, the crowd's not there yet, but you can't see the end of seats mm-hmm. and the, all this stuff. And I'm like, and they flew us all the way out here for a week, mm-hmm. and this is going to be a nightmare. Yeah. God, yeah. I, and I, you know, not to be spiritual, but I prayed and I said, God, we need you to help us because these people are there trying their best. Yeah. But we can't, and normally when in sound check, you know, after about 30, 45 minutes, we find the problem. Oh, it's this. Mm-hmm. And we could never find it until we went, we said, hey, we're going to go to dinner. We'll come back and see where we're at. And then, uh, and even when we came back, it was all right. But the day of show, it was phenomenal. Nice. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, I have one story about, because I feel like we can't, overstate the hospitality that we experienced yeah like just whatever we needed it was there and um i remember before the show on um was it saturday was the big show a sunday sunday before the show big sunday we get there a few hours before and we're all sitting in the green room do you remember this (laughs) and somebody mentions man i'm kind of (laughs) hungry And, first of all, they have food at every stop. Wait, when you walk off the van, we have snacks before you go to the next room. We were eating the whole time. Everywhere I was we went, never hungry. Everywhere we went, they had food. Well, we get to the green room, and they're preparing our dinner already for after the show while we're in there, which was great. 
But someone says, man, I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> and Pastor M, who, shout out to Pastor M, she was helping yeah. us. Or she was really our point person while we were there. She said, oh, uh, we have some cheeseburgers. Oh, my <laughs> said, goodness. We're cheeseburgers, really? <laughs> and all this, before I know it, there's a huge cheeseburger sitting in front of all of us. And I was just like, Where, did they just have those just in case? Like, what was the plan with these burgers? I think so. But, yeah, someone, one person said, I'm kind of hungry. All of a sudden, we have double cheeseburgers for everybody. And that, that was that kind of hospitality the whole time we were there. It was just, it was uh, very Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah shout out uh, yes. to Bishop, yep. Pastor M, and all of the Thank Filipino. You. I think they flew in chefs. From yes. uh, from here, from like Hawaii, yeah, or, yeah. Chile, I think or something. Chile, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. they they hooked it up for real. Gosh. And then I was, the last thing that we did that was a really unique experience in the Philippines. Uh, Bishop Jonathan, he set up a time on our day off for us to go to a spa. Mm-hmm. Someone said, uh, Pastor Aaron was like, uh, we have a time. Did you guys want to go to a spa? We said, yeah, we want to go to the spa. Well, it was a different, at least for me, it's not what I was expecting. We got there and they, they uh, oh yeah, I don't even know if you guys want me to say this, but I'm going to. Do it, do it. They said, do any of you guys have a Speedos? <laughs> That's we all said, we thought about the whole uh, day. No, <laughs> we don't have Speedos. We forgot to pack our Speedos. Yeah. Oh, okay, we'll get you some. So they buy us all our Speedos. They're like uh, compression shorts, yeah, basically. Yeah. Like not, spandex. Yeah. Shorts. Yeah. Not, and we're like, what is this? So we get there and they take us to a locker room. We change into our Speedos. We put a, a swim cap on. All of us have red swim yeah. caps. We all made a vow not to take any pictures. Yes. And basically, or, they take us. Yeah, just kidding. The, we get dressed in our Speedos and our swim caps, and then we go out, and it's a water spa. Is that what you call it? Or hydrotherapy Something spa. like that, yeah. And... I don't have you guys ever done that before? Never. Yeah, it was yeah, a new no. experience to me, and um, it was not the, the spa we were expecting, but it was the spa we needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was we good. We got in, and there was all kinds of jets to massage your legs and your back, and then we end, we all ended up in the hot tubs eventually. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and they had like three different kinds of hot tubs. And the steam rooms, it was it was yeah. awesome. Yeah, the hot tubs nice. were scented. One was like mint. Mm-hmm. One was lavender. They had all kinds of. <laughs> so that was a unique experience. Definitely. Too. And then when we walked down, they were just all eyes on us because yeah. we're, we're who are these two? No, no, no. We were I remember like, because oh. so we did the big show on Sunday, and then on Monday we did the the water spa oh, thing and we were probably why. like an hour or so away from where the show was so i was like i wasn't expecting people to know who we were oh. and as we're walking down i see everyone staring at us and someone goes katina <laughs> <laughs> photo photo no photo <laughs> no everyone at the spa was at the show on, on the day before so but yeah it's just an amazing time in the philippines and the people there, we love the people. I, I've, I've said this even before we went, but I've always felt like Filipino people mm-hmm. are some of the most 
talented like artists, musicians, singers. Every Filipino person I know is like out of this world talented. And agreed. So agreed. I think uh, it, it was fun just being there in the motherland with them and getting to experience the culture and of course the food and so looking forward to hopefully going back one day um but yeah okay i guess we'll move on and this is i don't know if we've ever talked about this on the show with you being here joey um but over the last few weeks we've been having guests on who at one point or another have worked with the katinas um we had Dave May, David May oh, on yeah, recently. Yeah. Yep, I heard that. Uh, last yeah. week we had Dave Wyatt on. Um, and I wanted to just kind of hear from you your story. I think our audience enjoys hearing this, but how did you end up working with the Katinas? And what, oh, like, man. what's okay. that story? Well, um, and, man, and, and if you don't mind, how long has it been for you? Oh, with, uh, with the Katinas? Seven Seven years. Okay, yeah, so yeah, seven yeah. years ago. Yeah, but um, man, it started um, uh, when I was thirteen. Uh, I went to uh, a concert, or they were doing a youth convention actually, and I just got into like youth kind of. And um, I was with my mom, and uh, I was just watching them on stage. I was like, man, it would be cool to work with them one day. And man, coming full circle and just. Being able to uh, get that phone call from Yeti. But it started uh, also with uh, Charlie because he called or I don't know who called me, but Charlie, his um, sister passed. And then I ended up doing um, uh, a church in L.A. I forgot what church it was. It was a big, it was a white building. Um, Oh, for it? Yeah. Yeah. So I filled in. How did Uncle was, Charlie know you at that point? I, I was just helping out with like production stuff okay. with him. So you had been before. working in that. In, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, it started with like, uh, I did like, uh, what is that called? That event in Colorado. Oh, uh, Night, Night Vision. Night Vision. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, uh, then I just continued to do productions okay. after that. But um after, I was so nervous that day. I there was like all these guys around me, and I I didn't talk to you guys too much beforehand. Wow! And I just showed up, went to the console, and started sound check. I was like, man, what is going on right now? Like, it's my dream, but then it's like this huge like church, and I was just nervous. But and it was in L.A., Joe. Yeah, like on a Sunday morning or yep, something. Sunday morning. Man, I don't have any recollection. Yeah, you don't remember still- what church it was. Ah. <sighs> It's just, it was... Like, just L.A., real L.A.? Yeah, but it was... It wasn't the Dream Center or anything. Yes, it was the Dream Center. Wow. That that one. So you mixed for us at the Dream Center. Yeah. I think I've been there, Yeah, because we were getting ready to go on a cruise. Oh. Is that the one um, that they took us to Skid Row? Yes. That that was the show? But but Sunday before then, so that would have been the show. Yeah, Sunday morning. That was Joey's first... I I don't remember Joey was mixing for us. Wow. I was... So nervous, and uh-huh. I just like because I I wasn't I was 
I didn't. I was clueless. Almost yeah. like what to like. Also, what, just well, I knew Charlie. What, Charlie probably just said, "Yo, just come over and just mix." Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. no, no uh, intro and all. Because I didn't. I didn't like. I didn't meet the, any like. I didn't have any contact with the church or sound guys. I just showed up and then. Who's this kid? Like, yeah, jumping on the console. <laughs> like, at, at, at this point, like, did you have a relationship with my dad and the uncles, or were you just kind of like, had you met them before? Yeah, okay. I, I have, but it wasn't like I haven't like I'm not like hanging out in the back and stuff yeah, okay. like that. I just showed up and then. Wow. So Uncle Charlie must did have you just. Come with Sheena or just yeah, Sheena was there with but me. But you weren't married yet, right? Or were you already married? No, I wasn't married yet. Oh, so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Man. I think this was the was that the wow. Cruise? This is the cruise that, that you... maybe um I proposed on. Okay. Because uh, I I think I did. I don't know. If, did you guys do the karaoke thing already? Like we're doing that. I don't know. I think early on we did. Anyway. Anyways, I did that. Okay. <laughs> That's crazy. And I was like, man, this this could be my shot. And like, yeah. so I uh, I I just did my best, and mm-hmm. it was a. Uh, it was um, it, it was a blur, you know. So after that, I just just stayed in contact with uh, Charlie, and um, after that, I, I filled in for I think another oh a wedding. It was like a wedding or something. Oh, I remember that Levine's wedding. Yeah, uh, our cousin Levine's. Yeah, yeah. man. And, uh, so wow. then after that, um, yeah, that's when I got the call in yeah. 2017. I, think. I remember uh, Charlie was. We were going through a transitional time. 2017, yeah, that's the year that, Josh, we were, I think structurally we we were, we had some problems that we didn't even know about at the time. And so we were fighting, we were, we were close to finishing, like being, not by choice, but like, all right, our business model is not working, but we were too far in for at least what we thought was repair. And so Neil and Charlie were transitioning out. And that was tough emotionally because Charlie had been with us for almost 25 years. Neil, almost 20 years. And uh, so we started changing some things structurally and just trying to make it week to week. And by the grace of God, one thing led to another. Uh, But we knew we couldn't afford Charlie. You know, we couldn't afford to just... And so we... I think there was a couple names out and I and Joey was the first pick but I'll be honest I didn't think that would be possible cuz it's like well he lives in San Diego how's that going to work yeah. is he going to move here and I remember Yeti it was Yeti Uncle Yeti's responsibility to get us our next sound guy Man. and so at first we said let's call Joey for all the west coast stuff and then we'll try to find somebody else here for all the midwest east coast stuff cuz again at that point we were just trying to save every penny we could yeah. And Uncle Yeti came and said, hey, Joey's available. And so for a while, we did Joey for all the West Coast stuff. And anyone, you know, we tried to, uh, we hired a couple of other guys uh, for anything, you know, East Coast and here. And I I don't know how many months that lasted or even if it lasted for a year until we were like, man, Joey, let's just do Joey. And it's, it's been like that ever since. Seven years, Joe? Yeah. Wow. What what was it, Dad, about Joey that was like made you guys think, all right, this is the guy? Man, I think we talked about it the other day. Uh, I'm not saying this is the for every band, but for us, it's all about your spirit first and foremost. We can learn other stuff, right? You can get better at this stuff. We can, 
And again, you still have to have the talent. You still have to have, uh, but I think, Joe, we knew that for what we do, this kind of, you know, going to the Philippines, playing in front of over 50,000 people one day and the very next day playing for 30 kids. And it's all the same. There's no like, it's excellent here. Okay, this is, it's all, we got to be the best every time. So to find those kinds of people to work with that really look at every opportunity as just as important as the last one or the next one, I think that's key for us. And Joey was, we knew Joey, we knew his spirit. We knew, And obviously, like you said earlier, it, it really helps that he's talented too, so. I think Thanks. I'd like to share a Joey story that um, I think you hit the nail on the head, Dad. With Joey always is excellent, no matter what the circumstances are. I, oh, I have nice. I have these memories. It's I, there's probably multiple times where I've seen this, but where um, we were in Maui. I, I don't know if you guys re, you guys probably remember this, but we were in Maui and we did a benefit concert for at. Um, what was the name of the church? It was a Harvest oh, Church. Harvest. Yeah. Um, the show went great, but we were tired. I remember because uh, we had we had been in Hawaii. We just, we just flown that day, yeah. and then our hotel rooms weren't ready. Oh yeah, we didn't yeah. have hotel rooms, so we were all kind of tired. And after the show, um, our cousin Tyson told us, "Hey, I have some neighbors. They're going through something." Um, they had a funeral. They had lost someone in the, a few people in the fire. Yeah, the, the, the parents, their daughter, and their grandson. Oh, four of one yeah. family all passed in the fires. Yep. And so they were having the funeral that day, and Tyson asked us, would you guys be willing to come and just sing for, just hang out and sing for these people? And of course, we were like, of course, yeah, we'd love to. So it's late at night. We show up, we drive to this neighborhood where the people are living. They're all in their garage. They had just laid to rest their family and they're eating and just mourning together. And we show up and we don't know these people. We just heard their story. And I was like, oh, they're just going to go. The dad, uncles are going to sing or whatever. And the first person out there was Joey. Joey walks in the driveway. I was like, what is he about? To-? We're in a driveway. And I see Joey. He starts setting up speakers, mm-hmm. sets up a keyboard for Uncle Yeti. And he's running the sound system in the driveway. And I was thinking, to, that really inspired me, Joey, because I was thinking, I mean, he easily could have just like not done that. We, they could have, uncles could have just gone up and sang a cappella and, no, and it, everything would have been fine. But Joey, you showed up and you were excellent at that in that driveway at 10 p.m. in Maui Mm -hmm. and I think that speaks a lot to just everything that you do Um, you bring the best that you can bring and so I totally see how that works Um, why the uncles love working with you so much absolutely I there Josh there's stories like that over the seven years one that just came to my mind was I remember when uh I don't know, five years ago, four years ago, we had the opportunity to do chapel for Clemson before the national championship. Okay. And, you know, these people, they don't, I mean, they're, they, they know what they want, but they don't know what it takes. Like, we need systems. And, and I think the game was in, like, San Francisco or something. Yeah, you remember yeah, this, Joe? Yeah. And it was a big opportunity. We were like, okay, how do, and we called Joey, who lives in San Diego. We said, Joe, we need to do, do chapel. Could you bring 
can you come? And he, oh, yeah, man. And so him and Sheena and the kids actually packed their car up with all the equipment we needed. Wow. They made a trip of it. And Joey, you know, I, I just want you to know that's just one story. And so we did chapel and it went off so well. And people don't know that what it took a family to pack up, drive from 10 hours away, set up all this stuff just so we could wow. minister effectively to this team who eventually won the national championship. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we have a lot of memories like that with Joey, you know. Uh, and yeah, Joey is, he's not just a sound guy who shows up to, he, he makes things happen when, when it seems like, well, we, I don't know if we're going to be able to do this event. There's a lot of places, even now churches that, you know, again, Philippines is one thing, but that's not the, that's the exception and not the rule. A lot of places we go to still, it's like, well, we want to bring you in, but we don't have this, we don't have that. We're like, well, if Joey can make it happen, he'll make it happen. So, man, I thanks, just want to say, you all make it easy, dude, because you guys are easy to love, easy to work with, and it's really enjoyable. So, that's why it's like, man, it's a no brainer. Like, whatever y'all need, I was like, I was just thinking about that. I was like, man, it's it's just easy, like to to do it, like. For you guys and with you guys, you know, and um, throughout Thanks, the Joe. years, like I always thought about it, like yeah, I could be doing something else, but man, this has been the dream. Mm. But you guys are also like fun and easy to work with, which is it just it just works out, man. Like I just love I love it, man. So thanks, Joe. No, nah, thank you guys. And we get to eat yeah. bomb breakfasts in the <laughs> Philippines. <laughs> uh, one more question yeah. for you, Joey. Maybe. I'm thinking maybe there's a young person out there listening who maybe they're into, they're interested in production or um, sound, audio, whatever it is. Do you have any advice? To, because I feel like the field you're in, it's one of those, there's a lot of self-taught people or like there's not really a, a manual on like how do I get my foot in the door and, and do this? Any advice for a young person out there uh, who might want to be doing what you're doing? Man, I don't know how to make it any easier, but it just you can't be lazy. You have to show up. You have to. Uh, it's almost like not a mind game, but you just you have to be focused because there's there's no other way to put it. Because the, you you can't like there's guys out there like oh yeah I want to go on tour. I want to I want to be a part of like these productions and stuff, but it's. You just you can't be lazy. You got to be able to uh, um, be flexible, be uh, uh, like adjust to any situation and uh, also learn how to troubleshoot also. But besides all like having your like having the right heart, the mindset, it's man, it, it um, it's just comes down to that man just not don't be lazy just do it like pretty much don't be lazy yeah. don't be lazy no, that's what it is that's man. that's worth a million dollars right there no. when i think of josh what joey just said you know i told mom i woke up this morning i won't say the name of the band but we had this this uh band that was huge in the 80s 90s lead worship at church sunday they were phenomenal well, I'll say the thing, Delirious. Mm -hmm. We grew up on Delirious. They led worship, and man, it was phenomenal. But I don't know why I woke up this morning. I was thinking, okay, 
outside of songwriting, what is Martin? What are these guys doing? Are they still doing some shows? And I don't know. They might be, and I hope they are because they're too good not to. But I just thought, um, the fa- how long we have we been doing this? You know, over thirty years, thirty five years. Uh, and I was grateful, like, God, thank you. Thank you that we get to, tomorrow we're leaving for San Diego and we get to work in San Diego. We get to, we still have work. Yeah. Like, as far as I know, this is what we're going to be doing for this year. Yeah. And if somebody would say, how, how have you been doing it that long? Again, there's a lot of factors, the grace of God, work and all that. But man, Joey, you just gave some gold. Don't be lazy. I think if you're not lazy in any industry, there will always be room for you. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I was thinking Joey was going to say, uh, "Learn how to learn how to re- use an EQ, or oh. <laughs> learn how to do this." He said, "Don't be lazy," and I think that that's uh, it. Sounds simple, and um, but it's not simple. I think there, that's a something you have to teach yourself. Yeah. At, at least, at least for me, I know that. Um, yeah, you have to work at that, and, and it's a, a virtue that you have to to exercise, and that's great advice, Joey. So. Our church is going through uh, uh, Thessalonians, and last week, one of the devotions was, I wish I, I memorized it because it's such a simple but very uh, appropriate verse for this, and it says, it, it basically is by, uh, Paul talking to the church in Thessalonica, and he said, hey, do these things. Don't be idle. Don't be lazy. Mind your business, mind your own business, and work with your hands. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, if I did those three things every day, I think I could have live wholeheartedly. And like God, you're like, mind, don't be distracted by other That's people. I mean, why, you know, there's this big talk about this, even in our church with social media. And I, I'm not anti-social media, but I know for myself, a lot of it is about What's such and such doing? Or, yeah, and yeah. am I, oh, I got to tell people what I'm doing. Uh, just So there's a lot of comparison because of well, I'm not minding my own business. Mm. And minding my own business doesn't mean isolation. It means doing what I'm supposed to do and don't be idle. Don't be lazy. And uh, work, work with your hands. Good. Don't be lazy. We need to make a T-shirt. No. <laughs> yeah, that's the next merch table item. <coughs> Don't be lazy. Katinas.com. AKA Joey. Well, Jojo, thank you so much for being here, man. Dad, thank you for making time to be here. And we'll do it again. Yeah. Yes, sir. To those of you listening, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back with more episodes soon. Have a great day. Don't be lazy. Crazy.